Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, so what do you guys think about the credit coaster? I saw that it just got changed over from California Screaming. I can't wait. Yeah, no, it's really, really exciting. But first, I really want to go see Popcorn the Chicken. You're talking about going to go eat some popcorn chicken? I love oh, eating popcorn chicken. I love chicken. popcorn chicken. Yeah, so delicious. No, we have to go see popcorn. How much is it? $5? Welcome to episode 77 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your Incredibles, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on California Screaming slash the Incredicoaster. So, you know, it used to be California Screaming, now it's the credit coaster, yeah. credit coaster. Uh, now it's Pixar Pier there, mm-hmm. right? So this is kind of, the didn't this ride kind of get, you know, changed with Pixar Pier? And Jen, you're going to know this because you're, you are familiar with both versions of the ride. Yes. So it did get changed um, with the Pixar Pier kind of re-theming of the, of the um, area. Mm-hmm. So it used to be Paradise Pier and then it, now it's Pixar Pier. Uh, they, I mean, the, they didn't change the bones of the ride at all. It was, it's truly just a, a re-theming of it. I mean, it's, it's a really, it's a really awesome ride. It's definitely one of my top two at uh california adventure yeah and i mean this is a top two california adventure are you well how would you compare them to you really can't compare them to the roller coasters over here because this one's definitely i would say a roller coaster right oh yeah it's totally i mean it's the way that it's designed to look like your old wooden roller coasters, but it definitely has that same type of feel. You know, it's got the big hills and dips and all of those things like that. So it's, um, you know, kind of more of a classic. You know, later, you know, newer roller coasters have, you know, the latest and greatest technology. There's mm-hmm. gimmicks and things like that. This is just like a classic, you know, roller coaster with a couple of, of more modern um twist to it you know the lift off as mm-hmm, opposed to yeah. the lift hill and things like that and there, so. and there's like a loop in it right and when i say it's like a there real one loop yeah and when i say there's like a real roller coaster i mean rock and roller coaster is like a real roller coaster right mm-hmm. it goes super fast yeah but i mean the loop's not really that big in rock and roller coaster no it's not right? that big this is like a big loop this is like an outside roller coaster you know i mean when you think about rock and roller coaster it goes fast but it's inside mm-hmm. right so there's only so much really can do it's more in, compact in, yeah, exactly. As this is like an outside roller coaster, it's really big, like Jen was saying. Um, Just that old school wooden feel and the way it looks, it looks super old school. And I think that alone makes it st- stand out compared to other roller coasters that are Disney. Well, the, the nice thing about it is that you have, even though it has that wooden look to it, it's a smooth steel track ride. So that's nice because, you know, those yep. wooden roller coasters are classic for cracking your back because mm-hmm. they're, you know, so. No, I don't know. 
You've never been on a wooden roller coaster? No. You know, there's one Ever? at Legoland. There's, there's a uh, wooden roller coaster at Legoland. Oh, for real? I haven't yeah. been to Legoland. Legoland. Oh, you yet. would love that one. Oh, me too. I, I mean, I know I would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bush Gardens. I haven't been they to Bush Gardens. They have some wooden roller coasters. Since I like roller coasters, I haven't been there. Uh, I need so, to go there. So, you know, I watched the... Uh, you do need to go there. Not a sponsor. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I watched the ride-through of this video. Mm-hmm. Great ride. You're talking about the theming, how the theming uh, was added. You know, like when you're going through the tubes, you can see the incredible characters and the characters all over it. And, uh, you know, super, super, uh, you know, it, if, if, it almost feels like you're in like Incredibles movie in a way, right? Would you say? Well, it's got a story set behind it. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of helps. It's, you know, it's set specifically, if I remember correctly, it's set after the end of Incredibles 2, right? Yes, I think. I wrote the history. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to find out here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a little, there's a little story behind it. It's not, you don't need to, you know, it's not something that you would like need to know. I mean, honestly, I didn't piece it all together until I did the history. You know, it's just a cute little, you obviously figure out it's everybody chasing Jack Jack and you just kind of yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to kind of mention before we, you know, get started with the history that, uh, the last couple we've been doing, not really the last couple, but for a while we've been using Zoom. Uh-huh. So now we're using our Discord. So if you hear like uh, like uh, one of our Patreon mem- members kind of pop in, like I think a little while ago, Chris popped in and made a little noise. Uh, you know, we're on Discord and I can actually tell a difference. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys can, but I haven't really experienced any lag. Jen, are you experiencing any lag at all? Not at all. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Yeah, we, it's pretty good. And it sounds really good too. You can definitely tell a difference on the sound um, overall quality. So. Let's get to the his on California Screaming the Credit Coaster. The Incredicoaster is a steel roller coaster located at Disney California Adventure in Anaheim, California. The attraction's original name was California Screamin'. It was one of the opening day rides for the park, which opened on February 8th. 2001. It has been reported that California Screamin' was originally conceptualized for Disney's America theme park, which was to be built in Virginia. Those plans never came to fruition, shelving the coaster idea until Disney's California Adventure Park was created. I did not know that there was almost a park in Virginia. That's pretty awesome that there was almost a park in Virginia. I, it makes me wonder why there's not a Middle America Northern Disney Park. I'm not sure why that never came to be. So, but I do, this isn't the first time that I've heard it referenced. So that would be something interesting to look into as to why. I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. And there's been a bunch of parks that, not really a bunch, but there's been some parks that were supposed to happen, but never Mm -hmm. really worked out. So it'd be kind of cool to do a history on that. All the parks that could have been. Yeah, all the p- parks that could have been, but you no, know, could have, could have, would have, should have, right? I guess yeah. you can say. <laughs> uh, but it'd be nice to, it'd be kind of interesting if Disney would have been like, okay, we got one in the, you know, southeast. Right. We got one southwest. You get like a park in northwest and yeah. then northeast, maybe like in the middle. But then every year they battle. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like the Hunger Games in a way, right? <laughs> you have your, uh, what, what are they called in Hunger Games? I don't know. They're called uh, like districts. So you have your districts, your Disney districts. The D's. And uh, so, yeah. But I think that would be kind of interesting to kind of do a show on and kind of talk about the history of the parks that never were. 
Yeah, sounds like a good idea. You have your pen and paper there. Take notes. <laughs> yeah, I should. I think I re- we kind of already had that idea of doing a park like that. Uh, oh, doing a show like that. But so after watching this, you know, y'all, everyone knows I'm not a very big fan of roller coasters. You know, I'm just starting to get into them. Mm-hmm. After watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. I can ride this ride, no problem. And then reading about it, it was like a 108-foot drop, which I think we're going to talk about coming up here soon, you know. But it's kind of like, it sounds kind of intense. It's not as bad as you think. It really isn't. You, you know, and, uh, and and when I watched the video, it doesn't seem as bad as what it's saying, like, in the history. So, but, uh, like, some of the drops kind of remind me of um, Everest. The way it kind of, mm-hmm. it doesn't go, you know how Everest, like, you have, like, I forget what kind of, how much of a drop. I think it's, like, an 80-foot drop, right? It's not a straight-down dr- drop. Mm-hmm. Are any of these drops, like, straight-down, Jen, or are they kind of, like... No, n- they're n- not at all. Yeah, they kind of curve a little bit, right? It it truly is the look and feel of like a classic style, you know, roller coaster. There's no, you know, steep drops or anything like that. It it's really it's just a nice. You're you're not going to have any problem with it. I promise you that. You compare it to like a a bigger Thunder Mountain, right? That's what I would yes. think it's more like. Yep, absolutely. But it has a loop. Okay, bigger Thunder Mountain with a loop. Yeah, man. I'm never. <laughs> I've never a experienced loop a loop awesome. before. There's so much fun. By the time Are you they? by the time you realize you're on the loop, you're finishing the loop. Exactly. We can be upside down. Why would oh, I fall no. out? How? Why would you fall out? I'm the show. <laughs> if you fall out, you know how much money your family can sue the park for. Yeah, but I won't be okay. there and enjoy it. You're not gonna fall out because of gravity. That's true. You understand that because of G's or whatever because it's pushing you back into the seat. So, so and that's the whole point. So and even- you're never there's there's not a break run there's not a break run on a loop. So it's. If something were to happen and the ride were to, you know, do an e-stop, it's not going to do an e-stop with you upside down. You're going to finish the loop and then the next break run that you hit, you're going to stop. So you're going to be fine. Oh, I didn't really think about that because you can't just stop like that, you know? Then why do people get stuck upside down sometimes? People don't get stuck upside down sometimes. (laughs) It's called a movie, bro. Are you sure? It's a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I got to stop watching those TikTok videos, huh? I mean, maybe carny rides if I thought really hard about it, but yes. So no, I don't, I mean, things like that, you, it just, it doesn't happen. It's just like, you're not going to get the only place that you're going to stop unless something is on the track and it's impeding the wheels. The only place you're going to stop is on a brake run. Mm -hmm. And I've been on roller coasters that have had that e-stop on a brake run very high up when all that stuff. So it just doesn't happen. In well, a random spot. Hey, Jen, what's the longest you've been stuck on a roller coaster? Um, We were stuck for quite a while when we were at Six Flags in California because they had somebody had to walk up all those stairs to come and oh tell us. Oh, my gosh. Had to tell you you were and, stuck? I think you could tell you were stuck. <laughs> so, but that one was. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, you're stuck. <laughs> that was the only one because we were really high up when it got stuck. <laughs> And then <laughs> he's laughing because some guy had to walk up there and be like, hey, guys, you're st- what did he do after he told you you were stuck? He's like, they started yelling because they're like, oh, my God, we're stuck. <laughs> so, well, they had to. They started back up. And yeah. then but the the one noticeable difference on that one is because you didn't have velocity you know, behind you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was going a little slower. So you did notice there was like a pole when you were banking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't even have to get off that ride. We got to ride it again immediately after. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> There's a whole 
story, the, the whole story behind it was I was terrified of it because the drop, the drop was so high. And of course, that's the very first thing that my husband wanted to do. So I am crying. I do not want to do this. This is like 20 years Why are you ago. doing it then? Because I, I didn't. I What am I going to do? Sit out? Yeah, man. And let him go by Listen, himself? No. Whatever. That's what I would do. So I was all terrified and crying till we're halfway down the first um, big drop till we're halfway down the big drop and realize I'm not going to die and I'm having fun. Well, they take your picture there. So of course I'm going to be all red face and blotchy and tears and whatever. So we missed that picture because we got stopped at the next break run. So he, we never got to see the picture of me sobbing, going down the, you know, steep drop and whatever. So, oh. but that's the worst one I can remember. He might know better ones. <laughs> The coaster was built by Intamin and designed by Stengel Engineering. The coaster is unique in the sense that while it is a steel coaster, it appears to be a wooden ride, taking inspiration from the wooden coasters of New England boardwalks of the years past. At the time of completion, it was reported as the eighth longest roller coaster in the world and third longest steel coaster in the United States at 6,072 feet or 1,851 meters long. It was also the longest ride with an inversion. With a top speed of 55 miles per hour, it is the quickest ride at Disneyland Resorts and perhaps the quickest ride at any Disney amusement park. Its highest point is 120 feet or 37 meters, followed by a 108 foot or 33 meter drop. So def- uh, after watching it, it definitely has like a uh, Coney Island feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I grew up in New York right by Coney Island. We used to go to Co- Coney Island all the time. Um, What's the big wooden roller coaster there? Let me think for a minute. Is it Cyclone? Is uh, it... Yeah, it is a Cyclone. It is. Okay. It's called the Cyclone. Yep. Um, okay. I definitely thought it was a wooden wooden coaster before reading this history. I did not know it was it was not wooden. Makes more sense now. I would think they probably couldn't have wooden just because of earthquakes. Oh yeah, good point. Never really thought about that. I mean, but how did any of these other roller coasters? How would they uh, kind of uh, hold up to earthquakes? You know, that's true because Magic Mountain is in California, and Magic Mountain is probably closer to a fault line. And uh, my husband would know all of this, but, but I would, I would think that they're closer to a fault line, and they've got um, uh-huh. a huge wooden roller coaster there. Why is he so obsessed with like fault lines? Because I remember sitting there with him one day. <laughs> On like Google Maps or something, he was showing me like all the fault lines and where they all. Why is he so obsessed? Is it because he grew up in California? He was born. He was born and raised in California. Yeah, I know that, but like, uh, I guess it's the same way. Like how hurricanes, we and here in Florida, we kind of know the different paths. Like the hurricanes usually come towards Florida and they turn just a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, he knows all about those fault lines for sure. Because I remember sitting there for, with him for like thirty minutes, and he's like showing me all of them. I'm like, okay, man. That's enough with this. Uh, but the, the ride is huge. Like I said, it takes up the entire back um, portion, the like, almost like the back boundary yeah. of California Adventure. So it, it's a really big, long track. And it's a decent length ride for um, it is. being a roller coaster. So um, and, and I think know, one of the things I really like about it, you can see a lot of other rides from that ride. Oh, definitely. From the ride through, just watching it, you can see like, um, you know, oh my gosh, what's the wheel? We just did an episode not too long ago. Mickey's, Mickey's fun, fun wheel. wheel. Yeah, Mickey's fun wheel. You can see Mickey's fun wheel. I think you can see a, a different, another roller coaster. What other roller coasters are there? 
Uh, is it Goofy Sky? If Goofy Sky School, unless they've changed it to something else, cars it was Goofy probably. Sky. No, I don't think it's cars. cars. Isn't Cars isn't a roller coaster though? Well, yeah. The but. only other roller coaster that you would probably be able to see is, and I don't know if it's still Goofy Sky School. It's it's like Dinosaur uh, or Indiana Jones. What is the? Nope. What's the what's the roller coaster they just closed at Animal Kingdom? Oh, the the the, the um whirl, the Dino Whirl? Primeval Whirl, yes. So it's almost identical to that one. Okay. And but... it was called Goofy Sky School at one point. I don't know if it still is. Do you, do you know what would be really cool to kind of do research on is why how what kind of um accommodations do they make for cuz of earthquakes? To build these roller coasters, because I'm sure they had to make them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, probably. I, I guess they would have to. Yes, yeah, so that'd be kind of cool to do some history on. The building codes are different. I I don't know if it's different areas or whatever, but I do know that the earthquake that happened last summer that was uh, basically in my husband's hometown, they felt that in at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I think that's when he was showing me all the different lines and stuff. Linear induction motors are utilized to crest the initial hill, replacing the standard lift hill chain. This allows for a rapid takeoff, shooting riders from 0 to 55 miles per hour in a matter of 4 seconds. The coaster has a single inversion loop, which originally looped around a large Mickey head. This was replaced with a sun in 2007, with Paradise Pier above the sun. This is the name of the area the coaster is located at DCA. Another unique feature of the ride is the infamous Scream Tube, located at the top of the crest of one of the large hills. This feature was put into place because there are residential noise restrictions at the Disneyland Resort, so its goal is to curtail some of the screams of the riders as they go through. Following the likes of Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster, California's Screamin' included a fast-paced, catchy soundtrack. In 2010, the Lions recorded security spiels were refreshed with the voice of Neil Patrick Harris, bringing a celebrity vibe to the ride. So I guess you said infamous incorrectly. How did he say it, Steve? What happened? He said inf- He said infamous. It's infamous. Infamous. Oh, oh. you said infamous. Infamous. Oh. That's fine. I think you can say it both ways, right? Kind of like tomato, tomato. It is now. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> I, I don't infamous. think so, but sure, we'll roll infamous. With it. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. No. So something that is pretty cool that they did is um, before it was the Incredicoaster, you know, the screen tubes are just the screen tubes. And something that if you've ever been to Disneyland, it's it's not anything like Disney World in the sense that it's basically set right in the middle of a city. And so right outside of there, you know, there's houses and businesses, stones throw away. So you have to you think about every night they do fireworks and the, the screaming off of the thrill rides and and how that would constantly be an annoyance to people who oh live gosh, around there. Yeah. And so that's where those screen tubes came from. But what's oh. kind of neat about it is when they when they rethemed it to Incredicoasters, they incorporated those into the ride and it, it allowed them to be much more creative with the theming of the ride. And so it's kind of yep. neat and you'll see that in the description. They utilize them to, you know, put more of the characters and kind of make you go through that story story um so that's kind of neat that they did it in that way yeah it's super awesome you know i didn't really think about those tubes why they were there mm-hmm. was because to keep the screams in right i, I didn't even thought about that yeah it's crazy that there's houses by, by there 
Yeah, because, I mean, that's the reason why Disney World is better. Come on, guys. Imagine, it's its own world. It's its own world here, okay? Yeah. yeah imagine, well, that was the whole purpose. Right. Imagine growing because, up like, next door to the park. It's crazy. Well, if you think about it, I mean, that's when when they started to build Disneyland and then people started buying property up left, right, and sideways, you know, prices skyrocketed. And that was the whole point in the secret land purchasing project over here and different names and everything else because they just didn't want a repeat of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I definitely, <laughs> yeah, the Discord chat's pretty funny. Uh, so the, I do like how they put the... Um, the characters inside those scream tubes. Did you did you see? You remember you remember seeing it? Did you watch the ride through or no? Yeah, uh, I, I actually just watched it before we went on. We did the podcast because I haven't seen it in a while. Right? Isn't it cool how you can see like the incredible characters in there? Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting how they utilized it. I didn't think about that when I was reading the history. Uh, I've watched it before, but I guess I didn't realize it, or maybe I watched Screaming before, not in Credit Coaster, because I didn't realize how they utilized those tubes the way they did, which is cool. Hey, hey, Jen. Don't uh, ask me what is in the tube. What was in the tubes before that? Because I don't remember. <laughs> Probably just lights. Maybe. How big? How big are the, those? Those uh, whatever they are inside the tubes. How the big tubes? are the characters? Yeah, how big? They seem big. No, they're pretty big. I mean, and you you go through them fairly quick. So, but yeah, the size of them they're they're larger than life. I guess I would say. Nice. Well, guess what? They're larger than life characters, right? <laughs> I do miss the Neil Patrick Harris takeoff, though. That was that was pretty cool to hear that the first time when you go. So they load you, and then you go around a like a sharp turn, and then you go, and you're at the you know the launch point. And as you're coming around, you know he starts talking, and he doesn't identify himself as Neil Patrick Harris, but you're like you're listening, and you go, "Hey, wait a minute, is that?" And so that was kind of cool, and I really did yeah. like the old soundtrack for it before they moved it or they changed it and you all know neil patrick harris is like a huge disney fan wouldn't that be awesome because now spaceship earth is getting you know like redone uh wouldn't that be all aw- i think disney should do and there's been a couple names kind of thrown out there for who should narrate spaceship earth wouldn't it be awesome if they made like uh did like a vote for it and had the people vote for who should do the voice for spaceship earth and i think neil patrick harris of course he was one of the names that i kind of read that might that would be great for to do that, you know, be mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris. And uh, I think that would be cool to let the people decide, you know, who should be the voice. How about they record multiple people doing it, and when you get on the ride, you get to choose oh, who your narrator is. Oh, that's even a real, that's another really good idea. That's a good idea. And I'm sure some of those people would do it for a uh, pretty good, some of them might even do it for free. I'll do it for free. Contact me, Disney. <laughs> 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 that could be like one of the choices is Alex. It's like Neil Patrick Harris. As long Tom Cruise, like as all long of his. as his script doesn't include the words infamous. Yes. Good. As long as I don't want to listen as long as Steve with me listening to it after I record it, then I'll be fine. <laughs> make, make corrections. Steve's the only one that brought it up. Okay. <laughs> they would be like they'd be like, okay, after reviewing the ride for a year. Everybody picks Neil Patrick Harris and Tom Cruise, but there's only a few people that pick this random guy, Alex. Yeah. They show like the stats on it. Like three people. Yeah. It's us, like all us. It's all Alex. <laughs> it's all time. Alex. I just started going to Epcot a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so somehow like, Al- like Epcot's Alex's new favorite park. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Gilbert Godfrey to do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Why? No, that'd that's be awesome. like Adam Sandler. Very calming. No. Very calming. Oh, Adam Sandler. That'd be awesome to get Adam Sandler. In 2018, a large retheming of Paradise Pier was completed. The new name is Pixar Pier, and rides were all rethemed to various Pixar rides. This included California Screamin', which was reimagined to become the Incredicoaster. The story behind the retheming is said to occur after the events of the Incredibles 2 movie. In celebration of the superhero family's work in protecting the city, the citizens of Municiburg have rededicated the roller coaster at their local amusement park after the Incredibles. A pre-ride video features interviews with the family and Edna Mode as they attend the opening. However, with Jack-Jack and Edna being too short for the ride, they end up waiting for the family in the VIP lounge near the loading station, which has been reconstructed into a mid-century modern structure. So, you know, we kind of talked about the Incredibles, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, a really good switch. I think it, you know, like Jen was saying, she missed some of the old things on the old version of the ride. But I think that, I mean, I haven't been on either of them, so I guess I really can't talk. But I think that the Incredible version is better, right? I've, I said it all the time. I was just talking about, I think, with Jeff Davis over Sources Radio saying that, uh, well, we're doing our trivia. We did our trivia on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. which actually Steve won a really cool cutting board that is cool yeah it's super awesome it has like mickey in it um did you did you etch that in there jen did you make that or no yes wow yeah let me get one <laughs> uh but we were just talking about how you know i want to see more of these new attraction i mean, not new. i want to see more of these new not, well newer movies these characters in the parks like mm-hmm. the, the um you know characters from tangled i want to see the characters from tangled and that's what jeff was saying that uh you know he wished tangled would have some something more than a bathroom in the park so over here at magic kingdom there's like a bathroom that's like themed you know tangled like i want to see tangled in the parks that's why i love to switch over from splash mountain to uh princess and the frog because mm-hmm. i want to see princess and the frog in the parks yeah right i want to see tangled in the parks i want to see the incredibles in the park i think you know this is great on for this ride right i wish there was more incredible stuff in the park i want to see moana in the park i want to see um gosh what's another one i want to see onward i was just talking about that with someone i think in discord chat i want to see onward in the park i want to see these care i want to see these new movies in the park i don't know i know know people have like a connection to some of these old things like you know like the old splash mountain people are kind of upset about it because they have like you know because they have a connection to it but come on man let's make room for the new so the I definitely think that the retheming um, is appropriate for the entire Pixar Pier area. I thought that it really is nicely done. There's great, um, there's a couple of great places to eat there. There's, um, you know, everything being rethemed to, you know, being all about Pixar. It really works nice. So, and as far as the coaster itself goes, it it it's fits perfectly. I'm really happy with it. Like I said, I miss the Neil Patrick Harris and the yeah. old song, but it's probably more because there's personal memories attached to it because exactly. that's what it was the very first time we wrote it kind of thing. So I think but it really is a positive upgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what you know, I think people when Princess and the Frog comes to Splash Mountain, I think people are going to see it as something positive, right? Uh, I mean, I know, I know they're gonna miss the old stuff, but there's new stuff coming. I want to see more new stuff. I don't think you. I don't think they need to take out old stuff to get new stuff in there. They just have to build more. Unfortunately, that's not gonna happen for a while, and that's you know it costs money and time to do things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think you have to get rid of the old stuff just to bring in the new. You just got to build more. 
Yeah, and I'm down for building more. I'm down for there being more. Of course, there are things that aren't utilized as much as they should be, or things that are uh, themed multiple times over that they can change one of the themings and still have that aspect in the park, I guess. Well, I bet we see more retrofittings like this, though, in the next few years, just because when you don't have to build the bones of a new ride or, you know, imagine it, you can just kind of retrofit something, you know, that's probably Mm -hmm. more cost effective, especially, you know, in the, you know, era that we're in currently. You, you, there's nothing else you could have done. There's no way you could have bulldozed that ride to make something new. And you wouldn't want to because no. it, it really is a good ride in itself. So the, whoever thought of that, you know, was genius. Mm-hmm. It was easy because it didn't have a theme. I mean, it was a ride, but it right. didn't really have a theme. So, yeah. I mean, that was easy. The whole area, California Adventure definitely went through some growing pains. You know, what they what it started off as versus what it is now. I mean, there were some rides that kind of make you scratch your head that aren't there anymore. And Mm -hmm. no, there wasn't anything really themed. It was supposed to be kind of like a majestic, you know, kind of trip through California because there's so many different things to see when you're out there. But, you know, they kind of saw where they needed to make changes to kind of make it a little more appealing to a broader audience. And here we are. Yeah. But was that ride really hurting for people to be riding it though? No, I mean, it was definitely the thrill ride of the park prior to tower of terror opening up there. And then, you know, when they rethemed that one, you know, everybody kind of scratched their heads at that, but that one is amazing. Yeah. So people were kind of upset about that when they rethemed it. They were. Wow. Because from what I hear, that's like a fanta- fantastic ride. That's like really that funny. That is my favorite are... ride out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, but so that's the reason I was asking that is because that's a good way to kind of re, you know, re- kind of like invigorate. Boot- yeah. Reinvigorate like a ride is to go and re-theme it mm-hmm. for, you know, like Splash Mountain. I guarantee it. I gar- I know Splash Mountain before it closed, it was getting long waits. Right. Yeah. I think now when I open back up Princess and the Frog, it's going to be like Pandora. It's going to be like Flight of Passage. The only difference is its audience do, don't want to go on that. Like girls, little girls in the age of six to nine don't want to go on Splash Mountain. Yeah, usually. but huge fans of Splash Mountain are going to want to go on it to see the new version of it. Well, yeah. So it's going to be, I think that for sure, y'all, that's going to be one of those, you know, in the first day it opens, hopefully it's probably going to be sometime next year, maybe in a couple of years. I'm going to go and I'm going right to Mine Train. <laughs> Because it's probably not going to be going there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're not going to try to ride it just once, just to see the... We'll see. But yeah. not, not right away. I'm not going to sit there and wait three hours for a ride. I'm not going to go ahead and not even sure if I'm going to like or not. Oh, I'd Which I'm sure hours. I like it. You'll wait three hours? Oh, yeah. To ride that ride? If it's rethemed, Princess and the Frog, yeah. Oh, see? Exactly. And there's going to be a whole bunch of people like you. And I'm going to be on mine train riding it over and over again. As the ride begins, Jack-Jack escapes and a chase around the roller coaster to retrieve him ensues. The launch sequence at the start of the ride is now called out by Dash Parr, who narrowly avoids Jack-Jack's lasers inside the first tunnel. The second tunnel features Elastigirl stretching out to catch Jack-Jack, though his form makes it hard to get a good grip of him. As guests drop out of the tunnel, Mr. Incredible tries luring Jack-Jack with a cookie, which you can smell, and the coaster train proceeds to the loop. When Jack-Jack's fire ability pops up in the next tunnel, Violet Parr uses her force fields to try and extinguish them while protecting the coaster's passengers. Jack-Jack then begins to multiply and numerous babies can be seen floating around the track. Finally, Jack-Jack returns to Edna 
having trashed most of the lounge when going into his giant form, thus ending the ride. So, Alex, first off, you said you wouldn't wait, like, you don't like to wait for it online. You're going to wait to go see Princess and the Frog? Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Okay. Do you think if Emma's tall enough, she would go? I mean, we'd have to get her on, uh, she would want to, but we'd have to get her on Goofy first to see if she likes roller coasters again. But if she likes Goofy, then, and she wants to go on it, yeah, throw her on there. Yeah, hopefully then, uh, that'd be cool. I think that she would love it, yeah. I think that she would love the whole Princess and the Frog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, this part of history kind of goes over, you know, the story of the ride. Once again, Disney's great at, you know, not only having rides, but having a story behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a great story, which we kind of talked about before. And uh, definitely, you can kind of, you can, because of the additions to the ride, you can kind of, you can tell, um, it really tells the story well. It does a good job of telling the story inside a roller coaster that's going really fast. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I have an issue with is, the tubes make it so well to give all these details while you're on a coaster where they're not, you know, things propped up by um, metal. They're in the tubes. So they kind of look like they're on something, right? Mm-hmm. It looks more natural. And then you go through and then you have all these jack jacks that are just like propped up there on like uh, metal poles, which kind of looks a little weird mm-hmm. near the end. At night, it probably looks a lot better because they probably don't, they probably look more like a floating. But during the day, they're just jack jacks with poles them up there. But how, how much do you really no, notice the poles when you're going fast? I don't know. I mean, I watched the ride through and I noticed the poles really well. Yeah. And there's multiple. No, I noticed them too. And unfortunately, they, they you know there was no tube there for them to do that, and they had to have an ending, or they had to have another feature near the area. So that's what they did, which is fine. Um, but that's the only thing about the coaster I don't like. But other than that, the rest of it, the tube utilization, the way they tell the story through the whole thing, uh, the smell of cookies, which is cool. Uh, that all is uh, great. So, and then if you want, if you, because, you know, obviously you've smelled the cookies, right when you get off the ride, there's a little um, num-num cookie stand <laughs> right there. That you can um, buy one of those gigantic cookies. That's awesome. That's that awesome. very awesome. And if I remember correctly, because I did not watch the ride through, obviously, because I had done it, um, isn't the Jack Jacks, those are where all the little bunny hills are, right? At the end where it's just up, down, up, down. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so they couldn't have put a uh, tube. They couldn't have put a tube over that, anyways. So, yeah. and it is the same num num cookie, Steve. Exact same. See, man, that's a great. Like, right now, Chris is posting the like the some stuff in Discord chat, and that I mean that's like legit great stuff right there. Like the statues inside the scream tubes. I mean, they, they did a really good job making those, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen the video, definitely go and look at the Incredicoaster video and see what we're talking about. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The Incredicoaster zooms across more than 6,000 feet of track, almost one and one-eighth miles, making it the longest coaster at Disneyland Resort. Elastic Girl appears in the second tube of the Incredicoaster, stretching herself 53 feet from head to toe as she tries to grab baby Jack-Jack. Jack-Jack appears 19 times throughout the attraction. It took eight people to haul the Mr. Incredible figure up the coaster track to his final position on the credit coaster in the second tube. Not only is there a lot of track on this coaster, but also a lot of electrical wire. There are approximately 36 miles of electrical wire and 167 miles of individual conductors. The original name of the attraction is a nod to the Mamas and Papas song, California Dreamin'. 
We here at Diz His think this ride is amazing and truly wish there was a similar version at our local Disney World. This is a must ride when visiting Disney California Adventure. Jen, do you think it's a must ride? Oh, absolutely. Hey, let's talk about real quick that uh, the, um, the Elastigirl, right? 53 feet mm-hmm. from head to toe. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. The way she it's, curves around is awesome. Yeah. What do you think? What were you going to say, Jen? It's really, it's, it's, it's really a neat theming of a roller coaster. Probably one of the better ones that I've seen. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solutions, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you. Memory. Memory. Memories. Just do some memories, right? Obviously, Alex and I are not going to have any memories. But uh-huh. Jen, do you have any memories that you want to share? <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good one. She started out laughing. It's going to be good. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Do it. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) Okay, wait. So there was, I probably referenced it in the Mickey's Fun Wheel. I'm pretty sure I did. So it wasn't the Incredicoaster. It was still California Screaming. And it was one of those times where we were back and forth. And I think we had just gotten off of um, Mickey's Fun Wheel. And it was that terrible time where we were on the ones that moved and none of us were happy with it. Mm-hmm. And then we had, it, we must have had fast passes for California Screaming. It's because they're 
kind of in the same vicinity. Right. So we get off of that and run over there and we had to child swap because my son was not tall enough to ride it. My daughter was, but my son wasn't. And so my husband had to ride it back to back after just getting off of the, um, oh, the fun wheel. And he is a cast iron stomach. He does not get sick. I is he texting me saying, how dare you? <laughs> he, he, he has a cast iron stomach and does not get sick. But I think the combination of riding California Screaming back to back and um, and having just come off of Mickey's fun wheel, it didn't do well for him. He never gets sick. He actually got sick. Oh, yes. I'm going to bring so. this up to him a million times. <laughs> it's the one and only time. So. That's, that's my, that's my memory associated with that, that, and you have to see the pictures of my son. So the last time we went, he, um, was the first time he was tall enough to ride it. And some of the faces that he makes in the um, pictures are ridiculous. So it's kind of fun. So, you know, we're gonna be traveling, uh, hopefully here in the near future, you know, hopefully things work out. And so when I bring this with me, and I have this part playing over and over again for him to hear. Who's going to get mad at me or you, you think? I'm actually going to leave him alone. I feel alone. like we have a, I was going to say, I feel like we have a history with this and he'll be getting mad at me. Yeah, and I think I'm just going to leave him alone. So I'm not going to bring it up at all. Because I don't want him to bug me the whole trip. Because what he'll do is just bug me the whole trip. So. <laughs> Over 9,000 Disney World workers have been laid off because of this unusual time. Even more in California. Cast Member Pantry is a food bank in Orlando that specializes in supplying unemployed cast members with food and necessities. We here at DizHiz think this is a great cause, and that is why during the months of November and December, if you sign up for our Patreon, we will donate that money straight to Cast Member Pantry for both November and December. You get all the benefits of joining our goof group, as well as helping people that brought joy and happiness to your trips to the park. Just visit patreon.com slash 65 If you want to just donate to Cast Member Pantry, you can visit their Facebook page at castmemberpantry.com. Any donations are greatly appreciated. That's patreon.com slash 65 or castmemberpantry.com. Okay, so uh, Alex, what do you do in the in the world of Disney sl- slash news? Uh, not too much until Sunday. Yeah. Uh, when your family and my family went to uh, Treehouse Villas, right? Yep, we went to the Treehouse uh, Villas over at Saratoga Springs, mm-hmm. and we had a what you what you think of it overall? Because I know we did like a review for our Patreon members when we did like a walkthrough, and uh, but what did you think of it? This quick uh, like a quick little I guess summary. Yeah, um, I thought it was awesome. Um. If you ever stayed at a resort, they kind of have that hotel feel where it's, you know, you got a little kitchen, you got a little living room, you got beds. But this had more of a suite feel. You know, mm-hmm. you have yeah. the bigger kitchen, you have the bigger living room, you have a dining room, and then you have the rooms. Uh, one of the rooms was a kid room with a bunk bed, which is awesome. Uh, there was also a master bedroom, which was really big, and the master ki- bathroom was really big. And then you had the second bedroom, which was not a kid's room, and that was a good size. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything there was really nice, furnished, uh, wooden to match the treehouse feel. Um, the buildings were looked nice. They were just the only the only thing was they were just on top of like these big metal poles. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like they could have like covered those poles up a little bit. Maybe made me, made me feel like it was like in a tree house. Like maybe right, like, yeah, maybe cover yep. it with something to make it look like trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, um, everything else was awesome. Uh, staying there for two days was fun. We had, uh, you know, we brought stuff to do, so we had plenty to do there. And uh, I liked it. It was comfortable. It was comfortable. Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed the, you know, staying at the treehouse, too. We had a good time. Uh, Alex pretty much summed it all up. Um, anything else that you did, Alex? Uh, almost broke my foot. Oh, yeah, he was running around <laughs> playing, and it almost broke his foot. So, so the furniture there are are uh, hard wooden furniture. Oh, my furniture. gosh, yeah. So we're running around the kitchen and living room and the dining room area with my kids and Joe's kid, and we're trying to chase him around and stuff. And I took a corner a little too fast trying to catch up to Joe's son, who is taking those corners a lot faster than I can. And upon turning around the corner, I jammed my pinky and the toe next to it into the dining room, into the uh, living room table. And uh, Ouch. it took all my power not to curse. <laughs> it hurts. It started getting black and blue. Mm-hmm. It's fine, I think. It doesn't hurt that much today, so I think we're good. Yeah. So, Jen, what did you? Uh, anything else you want to share? Nope. Okay. Uh, Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney? Oh, um, not a whole heck of a lot. I watched um some of the Animal Kingdom. Um, oh, with the babies on Disney on Disney Plus. Some of those episodes this week. I heard they're really good. Um, right. Those were, it's funny because you want to. It's almost like you should watch it before you go to Animal Kingdom because then you learn the names of the animals uh-huh. and then, you know, you kind of feel like you have a little bit more of a connection with them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you start um, calling them out so when you're was... on the safari. Like everyone else is calling out, oh, look, a line. You're like, oh, hey, look, that's Charles. <laughs> so we um, we watched it um, with Trev um, or Trivia Trevor and uh He, yes, he just said something about the chicken. We were cracking up because we were sitting there. There's this really heartwarming story about this chicken, popcorn, the chicken, Um, you know, that the chicken was like found like barely hanging on and they, they rehabilitated it. And this woman was so proud of, of popcorn. And so we're sitting here and we're going, think about this. Okay. So you have, you have gone through, you have got your degree in, in animal, whatever, you know, for your college degree. And now you're, you have got your job at Animal Kingdom and you're like so excited. It's your first day and you're, here we go. What am I working with? Am I working with the lions or the zebras? And they bring in and they go, you're working with the chickens. <laughs> and that's. Well, someone's going to work with the got. chickens, right? Yeah. Work your way up, right? But I'm sure most people don't go and get the job at Animal Kingdom to work with the chickens. You're probably right. But I mean, I mean th- think about it now. They have a whole segment about it on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. It's actually it's a great show. Um I we we watched several episodes of it. Um really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. But like I said, I would like to probably watch it again when um pr- prior to going to the park. Yeah. I, Other I, than that, um oh, I booked a night at Bay Lake Towers. Oh, really? Nice. So, yeah. When you we're go in there? Go in a couple weeks. Cool. Uh, in a couple weeks, um, my husband and I were actually going to go for the an overnight, the two of us, and kind of do Magic Kingdom Christmas stuff. Oh, cool. So. Awesome. That sounds fun. You're going to have to let us know how that goes. Did you get a... Yes, very excited. Did you get a view of Magic Kingdom? No. Oh. No, um, standard view and booked a couple of other things, too, just trying to do kind of like what you guys needed to do our points. Cool. Awesome. 
Okay, so what I did in the world of Disney, I uh, did some trivia mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, last week. I uh, had a good time. Uh, if you're interested in joining us in trivia, just go ahead and join our Patreon or reach out to Trev the Trivia Man on Instagram, and he can give you the information on that. Also, um, I saw some video of the new coaster mechanic, the new coaster like mechanic, or the new coaster that's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy over here at Epcot. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. You kind of like swivel, you know? It's like really. It looks like it's gonna be very like, excited to ride that. Yeah, it's gonna be like really smooth. It's gonna oh, look, really? Yeah, it's just like it, it just glides, kind of like Mine Train. Like when you're doing Mine Train, you're gliding through Mine Train, right? right? And it kind of gave me that feeling, like it was the, the coaster is just gliding. Mm-hmm. So that looked really awesome. Um, of course, went to Saratoga. Uh, that's pretty much about it. You know, Saratoga cut, took up like what, pretty much, you know, a couple days. Yeah. Um, watched the new Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we did a Mandalorian review episode, which was great. I uh, found out just today that the um, what's his name? Hold on, I, I just posted it with um. Bu- 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 so you know, uh, Howard, his uh, Ron Howard's daughter directed last week's episode of Mandalorian, yeah. and then this week's going to be directed by Carl Withers. And Carl Withers, he is he was the guy that's in Happy Gilmore, right? Uh huh. And uh, uh, he played Chubb, I think it was his name, in Happy oh. Gilmore. Oh, so, really? Yeah, and he's one of them. He is. Uh, he worked with the Mandalorian last last season, uh-huh. and he directs this next episode coming up, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he's an episode. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to see, because the, the, the last episode was really cool, and they found a lot of cool things. I'm not going to say any spoilers. Uh, I'm looking forward to what is uh, coming up. What is, what is Jen, what's so funny? Are people posting? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> That's funny. You looking? You, you can't. Yeah. Alex can't see. I can't. I can't. can't see the first, the first one has popcorn. The chicken, like he's like being helped by a doctor. And the second photo that comes up uh, when searching popcorn, the chicken, Disney, is a picture of popcorn chicken. Like you're gonna eat it? <laughs> yeah, it looks delicious, man. Where's that at, Chris? Chris, where is that Hold chicken if I from? Can switch the chat really fast and look at it. Hangar. Oh, I, that's at uh, Disney Springs, right? The hangar bars at Disney Springs. We need to go there and get that chicken. Why is there pop oh, popcorn? Popcorn chicken. Why well, I, I want popcorn with my chicken. I'm crying. <laughs> Why? Because are, so just... are you crying? Because you're sad? Because that could be popcorn and the chicken right there. <laughs> no, I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> That's the his on California Screaming slash Incredicoaster. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.